Hayoyim Yoyim Chav Dalid Elul, the 24th day of Elul, says the Rebbe in his very first work, there was actually a chaseh, a bach, the, someone didn't know something written in Hayoyim Yoyim, and the Rebbe was in shock, so to speak. The Rebbe said a chaseh doesn't know. I think the reason why the Rebbe was so surprised is that the first book that the Rebbe published you know, you should know it like the palm of your hand. You should know, you should know it better than the palm of your hand. You should know it like uh, the way you know your family members, right? And, and by the way, it's not such a big book. 365, 385 entries, whatever it is. It was a leap year that year. But it's so packed with teichen that it's taka hard to remember. Meaning, they should do tests on him. Anyways, we're going to do a pop quiz. Right, Ashi? The pop quiz is coming. I hope you're ready. So anyways, today's Hayyem Yayim, the Rebbe says like this, by the way, tomorrow is the birthday of the world, so this is like the last, this is like, we're like pre-creation here today. So Chav Da'alad El, the Rebbe says like this, Amol izyeder vart vasmat gehert given Once upon a time, Amol, it used to be, Amol, this is a great expression to know. Amol, every vart, Every concept, every idea that you heard was a Torah. Was a Torah. Nowadays we hear things that uh, you heard it. No, no, no. You have to make a Torah out of it. It was a Torah. It was a teaching. It was a, it was a life-changing experience. It was, right? Somehow, if you heard it, you had to be something meaningful, something powerful. Obviously, the Rebbe is not trying to tell us history. This is how they used to approach things. He's telling us how we have to, what it means to be a Yid. Right? What it means to be, to have a new year. Which means that when you hear something, you know, people always, everyone's talking about Lashon Hara now. Because it's one of the good resolutions to take. I'm going to learn the laws of Lashon Hara, I'm not going to speak Lashon Hara. You should be so much, so beyond that, that it's not even a question of Lashon Hara. Right? So... On the one hand, you could have what it talks about in Tanya, that even thinking negative about another Yid is, is the same thing as a thought of avidazara, of idolatry, and yet to be rejected. So if you're not even thinking, you're not going to say it. Fine, that's one explanation. But I'm saying a different word in this Hayyem Yayim. If everything you hear is a Torah, then how could you hear Lashonada? What's the Torah in Lashonada? Gossip. This person said to this person, and this person wants this person. Right? This, the, the whole thing is not a Torah. A Torah means, right? In other words, you should be so beyond it that everything you hear is so meaningful and so powerful that it's not even together. It's not even, uh, it's not even something you have to discuss about uh, sinful things. And on Yedr, the Rebbe concludes, on Yedr, and everything that you saw that they used to see was a lesson in service of God and guidance. Hadracha. So what has to be analyzed a little bit in this Hayyim Yayim is the distinction that Rebbe makes. That when you hear something, the Rebbe says it was a Torah. It was a Torah. Everything you heard was a Torah. Everything you saw was a guidance of what to do, right? And a lesson in, uh, in Abedis Hashem. On the simple level, you could say that you, know, you could be selective who you listen to. The Rabbi spoke about listening today. It's just to hear. Right? You don't have to listen to people. You could drown, right? Uh, just to give a random example in halacha, you know, when a woman sings, you're not allowed to say words of Torah because it's considered, uh, it's like considered uh, not sneeze. So you're not allowed to say words of Torah or, or, or say words of prayer. But the Shulchan Aruch says that if you're not paying attention to it, you can say words of Torah. 
It's it's there someone right, but it's not you're you're not focusing on it. So halachically, halachically, it's not a problem, right? Um, because you're not listening. So listening is much more selective. So you could say that what the Rebbe is saying is that when it comes to hearing, you only listen to like only listen to teichin dekezachin, only to content filled things or something that you can make a Torah out of it, and everything you hear you turn into a Torah. Versus you see, we see things completely against our will. You walk around this world and events occur and you see things, something happening. Over there, not everything is a Torah. But, but however, everything is either be guiding you in your life. You say, it's, why did God make me see that? That's a question you have to ask yourself. Why did God make me just see that? And that 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 and and you say it's guiding me in 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 what I should be doing today, or what I should be doing, you know, in general. Um, and in general, it's a hiran that teaches you lessons in, in service of God. The reason why the Balshemtiv said that when you see negativity in another Jew, um, you should know that it's a mirror, and you really have that negativity within yourself. And he says that it's literally you, like you see a smudge. Right in the mirror, obviously it's your smudge. You have dirt on your face. So he says it's literally the exact same thing. You see something negative, you're literally looking at yourself. And a tzaddik doesn't see negative, doesn't see bad in another person because he doesn't have anything bad, and therefore he doesn't see anything bad in anybody else. It's a wild statement. But are we to take it literally? Is it a cute vart? Yeah, it's literal. What's the mucker? What's the source of this teaching of the Baal How does he know that when I look at another person, it's like looking in a mirror? How does he know that you're really looking at yourself? The answer is this vart. That being that God orchestrated that you should see someone else's negativity, it's in order for you to learn a lesson. So clearly it's a problem with you. Whatever you see is really Hashem made that you should see it because you have that exact problem. Otherwise you wouldn't have seen it. Ah, you're going to ask, what do you mean? Maybe the reason why God showed me that person's negativity was in order for me to change that person. There's a mitzvah of loving your fellow Jew, loving your fellow man. There's a mitzvah of you shall surely rebuke your fellow. Maybe I'm here to help him and to change him. How do you know that it's because I have a problem and I have the, this exact issue? The answer is that if it would have been merely... So you could say that there's two points here. First of all, no one is a means of an of an end. No one's a means to an end. No one's being used by someone else, right? In fact, oh, how do you know? In fact, it must be that when you see negativity by a person, it's it's in order for you to help that person. Why? Because God wouldn't use that guy in order for you to learn your lesson about yourself. That's called being used. A Jew is not used. A Jew is the end game. A lot, there are people, you know, in a business deal or whatever it is, a person's a means to an end. They're not the end. You're using people in order to get what you want, which is extremely, and most things in life are like that. Right? We're, very few relationships could you say, this is the end game. This is not a means to an end. This is the end. This is all I want. I don't want anything else. A Jew is that kind of thing. Hashem created the world for the Jewish people, for a yid and for the Torah. So a Jew is not going to be a means to an end to another Jew. You should learn a lesson about yourself and therefore God showed you my negativity. That's not going to happen. So clearly it's here to help me when you see my negativity. But then how do I know that you have a problem? Going back to the teaching of the Baal Shem Tev, 
how where does the Baal Shem Tev get it from that when you see negativity in someone else it's really a mirror and it's your own negativity how does he know this the answer is because if it was merely the fact that you saw the negativity in someone else was merely in order to help them then you wouldn't have seen it as a negative thing you would have had zero judgment you wouldn't, you wouldn't take it personally it wouldn't offend you it wouldn't be any of those emotions because those emotions have nothing to do with helping the other person. How does that help the other person? It would be very clinical, like a doctor. You come into the doctor, he doesn't start judging you, oh, how did you get sick? He's here to take care of you, right? So to you. And on the contrary, if you judge the other person, you actually ruin it. You're probably not gonna, you're gonna be more detrimental than helpful if you try getting involved, right? No one needs, your, no one needs or wants your judgment. So therefore, Therefore, the, it, the fact that you see it, if you would see it without seeing any negativity, just seeing how much I love you and how much I want to help you grow and you should be more free and more emancipated on every level, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, fine. But the fact that you see it as negativity, where's that coming from? The fact that you see it, fine, it helped the person. The fact that you see it as negative... The fact that you see it as something bad, the fact that there's a level of judgment, right? That is why did Hashem make that happen. Why do you have that? For only one reason. One reason only. You have the exact same issue and you're being shown the ugliness to your face to tell you that you have this exact problem and you should thereby, and there, therefore you should fix it. And that's what the Rebbe is saying. That whenever you see is Everyone have a fantastic day.